This is Radio Holderberg 93.6 FM in the zone with me, Vanessa Bourne, and the time has just gone quarter past ten. And my guest this morning on Holderberg Cares is Alison McLaughlin. She does the forensic assessments at Patch Holderberg. Good morning, Alison. Morning, Vanessa, and your listeners. I, I, this is absolutely fascinating. Now, we always speak to Amanda Lee Jones mm. of Patch, so it's great to have um, another aspect of what Patch does. And just to let people know that one of the reasons why we're having these weekly chats with Patch at the moment is that from the 30th of May to the 6th of June, it's Child Protection Week, and that is observed here in South Africa. But we're trying to create awareness so that it's not just Child Protection Week once a year, that it's something that we're aware of all the time. Let's take a step back. How do you fit into the whole puzzle that is Patch when it comes to child sexual abuse? Okay. um, We... We actually fall under social development, which, mm-hmm. you know, we refer to as DSD. So we are part of the child protection. I, I always look at it like a pie, you know, mm-hmm. the different divides of the pie. And, and we are just one small section um, and our focus is on child sexual abuse. But what what also happens when when I do the assessment is as much as we are also wanting the information and getting the information on the sexual abuse we do holistic screening as well mm-hmm. which means we cover all aspects of the child so from school friends aftercare who do you stay with on the weekend so we we can present at the end of our assessment a full screening of the child mm-hmm. so a lot of the time we will we will pick up the sexual abuse but we can also pick up other forms of abuse, okay. um, not just necessarily sexual abuse or physical abuse. It can be emotional abuse, um, neglect, even undercover abuse where, wow. you know, it's, it's you look at it and you think, is it or is it not? But we are social workers. We're very much trained in the assessment process. Okay. So so we, we, we pick up a lot. So a child uh, reports a case and they come to Patch. Mm. At what point do they see you? They will see us. So our process at Patch and every, um, you know, statutory organizations have their own protocol when when people um, report sexual abuse. Schools have their own protocol. Mm -hmm. Our protocol is we we will get referrals from a number of sources, Mm -hmm. from from the public walking in. We get a majority from obviously schools Mm -hmm. and doctors psychologists also in the Helderberg area we've we've had quite a high influx of psychologists reporting to us mm-hmm. so the first step at patch is our intake social worker uh, she's really has a very crucial um, position in this because she is the initial first face mm-hmm. she gets the information um, a lot of the time she has to source more information if there isn't enough information mm-hmm. and remember this reporting of sexual abuse and trying to approach families or where it's been reported is high conflict so you you have to navigate Mm. high conflict parents um some of them don't know Mm. um so it's a shock Mm -hmm. so she she plays a a crucial role there in gathering that information putting it all on a file and opening the file and then the next step is the assessment social worker where we step in. And I think I'm just sitting here thinking because we think, oh, well, 
child sexual abuse, reported to Patch. It's not the child picking up the phone. I think we've got mm. really, really, it might sound ridiculous to point it out because we think, well, if you go and report something, you walk into a police station or you walk into wherever and you say, hi, um, I've been raped or I've been mm. burgled or whatever. But a child that has been groomed by somebody mm. um, who is being continuously abused is not going to be the person to step up and phone. I think that the percentage of that must be almost minuscule. So I think it's just important to point out to people that you are dealing with that and having to go to a family must be um, absolutely horrendous. A hundred percent. It is for children and especially our very young children to to come out and disclose on their own and even to report it. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, in my time at Patch, I personally have never seen a child pick up the phone to report it. We have done assessments where there's a suspicion. Mm -hmm. And as the assessment process has gone along, Mm -hmm. we've gathered the information. Okay. Uh, But children, a lot of the time, disclose by accident. Okay. At school or with a friend. And the sexual abuse thrives in families and in secrecy. Mm-hmm. So the child is part of that secrecy. They mm-hmm. they are part of the secret where they almost go undercover with it. But mm-hmm. they there's little signs. But it's very hard for the teacher or in a setting, you know, where the child is mm-hmm. To fully understand what is happening. Okay. So that, that is why a lot of it does go undetected. Mm. And rep- that is why reporting is crucial. And I think awareness, because I know that mm. we've been speaking about the awareness campaign that Patch is running. And this is open to families, small groups to create the awareness. Is the education of the public, parents, teachers, um, clergy, uh, anybody who's involved with children vital in terms of picking up those clues? Um, so that one can uh, help a child who is potentially at risk or currently going through this. Yes, absolutely. The, um, any Anybody can report sexual abuse. Um, professional people, especially, they, they are bound to, they, they must report. Um, there's always initial you know, forms that need to be completed, um, but, but professional people and in education and that, they, they, mm-hmm. they know the... Um, procedure. Public don't have to um, fill out any forms. They can report it to us or report it to the police and it will end It will end up at mm-hmm. patch. But um, people must report it. Okay. My guest this morning on Helderberg Cares is Alison McLaughlin and she does, she's responsible for the forensic assessments at patch here in the Helderberg. Now, when it comes to getting to court, in other words, perpetrator, this is quite a process and I, and I just from, you know, I read the news and I know recently there's been um, huge focus being placed on the fact that there's a there's a backlog with DNA um, assessments and things like that. This must impact um, the process uh, with regards to patch and getting perpetrators in court. It it has a, a huge impact on us. Um, we are even before COVID, we were dealing with a backlog. Mm-hmm. It's now just tenfold mm-hmm. with with a backlog, and. Also, what people need to understand is that we follow a protocol. Um, we have to. It's, mm. it's a forensic protocol. The protocol comes actually from America. 
we have to abide by that because we are essentially writing for court. Mm. Even if we don't go to court, when I write my reports, I, in essence, I am writing for the court. I am writing the child's story. Mm. So how I view this when I do my report is even if the child is not able to testify or the prosecutor says the child is unable to testify, my drive for writing the forensic report is one day maybe that child will come back mm. and be able to. So that story is always there. Okay. Mm. So, so the courts, I have to, in a way, always try and find a positive a part of you know a positive way mm. of viewing the court because otherwise as social workers we can burn out very easily mm. because of the backlog with the court and um they, they're trying they, they 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 are really trying but when it's a child and there's a delay and it gets postponed or you know thrown mm. out of court there's a disappointment for the child and the family a huge disappointment mm. and and a disappointment for us social workers mm. we put a lot of time work effort for the for the children for their voice to be heard um but we also have to be quite realistic with mm. with what we're facing in the courts i can just imagine as an adult we can be disappointed but for a child it must be absolutely horrendous especially if they want to move on with life yes how can people get hold of patch allison if they mm. if they feel that they need to report a case if they're concerned about a child what who can they speak to they they can phone phone anytime we do have a 24-hour crisis line i can give the landline number as That's well absolutely fine it's 021 852-6110. Fantastic. Alison McLaughlin, it's been very informative speaking to you. Thank you so much for taking your time to come and share this with us today. It's given me, uh, I'm sure it's given a lot of people out there, but I'm um, speaking for myself as well, a bigger insight into what the process is at Patch. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Proudly Helderberg, 93.6 FM at the Sanctuary Shopping Centre, Somerset West.